Hello, Thomas. Welcome to heaven. Wow, St. Peter! Well, I've gone over my list, and everything seems to be in order, so why don't we get these gates open? All right! You got a special place I can listen to Biff Radio in there? Actually, we do have a special place for that. Hell! Biff Radio's blasphemous propaganda! Listen to it and forever forfeit the kingdom of heaven! Prosperity of the morning soul? This road, you idiots! The Lord again! Home soul? Oh, yeah! If you want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to Biff Radio at JabroniU.com. If you don't want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com. Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B Plus in Bradenton, Florida, it's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling with me, Daniel Salorzno, and Ben Saw, Ben Center. Hey! <laughs> I've been waiting to use Ben Saw for a long time. Ben Saws was ready after he pooped. <laughs> so uh it's good to good to have you on. I like working with you, so it's uh this'll be good. What so well, let's let's get into it straight away. What do you think about uh night eight, night nine? It's like pretty decent weekend. Pretty decent weekend. Um, you know, I I, I have the week off, so I was able to watch it t- this weekend and today at my leisure. And uh, it was it was good. There were definitely some matches of, of some people that I'm not the biggest fans of, and they were pleasantly surprising to me. Some matches I'm like people I'm like I'm usually like I try to avoid, and I was like, no, I have to be, I have to have journalistic integrity. So I want to watch these, and I didn't want to kill myself. So that's, I, I, I you know, and that's a bad luck folly match, and I feel like that's a that's a win. To not want to die after bad luck folly. <laughs> yeah, um, cer- certainly. Uh, th- uh, which is which is funny to me because, like, I think I think that match was the worst offering of the whole weekend. So that being the worst offering says that it was still a pretty good weekend. Yeah, it, it wasn't too, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was definitely. I don't know. The thing about Mister Folly is just. Yeah, but we'll get into it. But like, I mean, also you got to look at who he's working with and, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's sort of the, that's sort of the thing. Jake Sterling was also like, I love and respect Bad Luck Folly's body of work. (laughs) But (laughs) maybe it's time to hang up the towel. I don't know. Who, who, who are we to judge? Well, we'll, uh, we'll do some uh, business up front here and we'll start getting into these blocks. For news and content updates, up, 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 tense. Sorry, messed up. For news and content updates, be sure to follow us on Instagram at jwrestling and of course at jabroniwrestling.com. If you want word, merch, head over to our Threadless store at jabroniu.threadless.com. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Remember to give us that sweet Dave Meltzer five star rating. Bookmark us on Instagram or tell us how you feel directly at jabroniwrestling at gmail.com. And Wait. What'd you say? To do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And also, and you will do it. So we're starting off uh, 
We're starting off night eight here, uh, and we have uh, moved on to the home of the Nagoya Diamond Dolphins in the Aichi Prefectural Gym in Nagoya. And we're starting things off pretty hot with uh, Shingo and Finley. Yeah. Uh, how, 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 how'd you like this? How'd you like this match? Cause this was a, this was a match that I was kind of like after, after I saw Finley and juice tear it up the other night, I was like, okay, I kind of want to see Finley go against some people. And now we get Shingo and usually the opening matches have a pretty good pop on them, but it's still like, it's still an opening match. So it was good. Like, so I, um, <laughs> so I, during this, this entire show, uh, Kevin Kelly was joined by El Fantasmo and overall I'm not the biggest fan of El Fantasmo on commentary but he did have a line that killed me where he basically said like you know I wish that I was facing Hornswoggle instead of David Finley you know the best of the Finley you know offspring <laughs> and I was like fucking nice fucking mint that, that, that got a guffaw out of me um <clears throat> I just like, I love Shingo. I've loved Shingo since uh, back in, I guess it would have been 2019 or 2020. Oh, no, yeah, 2019. Um, uh, when I watched Best of the Super Juniors, the final with him and Will Ospreay. And I mean, the guy, everything he does just looks like it fucking hurts. Oh, yeah. There's, no, there's nothing he does that's like, oh, he's like, he took some off that. Yeah, it, it is a, uh, he, he's, he's great. And basically any match that Shingo's in is, is going to be, okay. I, I, I've, I've said this before, like in, in a time where it was very slow in new Japan, Shingo was a good champion for, for like, he held that company on his back basically. Uh, very much cause so. he, uh, man, man, he was, he was a good fighting champ and it was great. So some notes DDTs are, I love like he had a DDT on the floor and he had like his DDTs are some, I think some of the best in the game. Yeah. They, just, like, they look DDT. authentic and it just I, I, like this match was surprising. Cause like, I'm like, I'm really only familiar with David Finley through his work in fin juice. Um, like a, a lot of it is watching it through impact when f- him and Finn or uh, him and juice were, were uh, an impact. I was like, okay. And like, he got rocked for the most of the match, but I was hap- happily surprised that like he was hitting moves. I love the fact he he uses the acid drop. Mm-hmm. We need more acid drop in 2022. Yeah. Um. If if you want to if you want to be super surprised by him, uh, if you if you haven't watched uh, him versus versus Juice on night seven, I think it was. Uh. Man, it was it was a hell. Uh, it was night six. It, hell, absolutely hell of a main event. It it was it was very good. Like. That was that was David Finley is like, all right, I'm uh, here and I want to kick ass and I will kind of do what I have to if I have to. So I I got some notes on this match. Uh, Of course, we've got El Fantasmo on commentary and him just talking shit about the U.S. title is just just very funny. I just like like, every time anyone touches it. Now, is he the U.S. champ? And Kevin's like, no, no, that's not how it works. I also love that he doesn't hesitate to correct Kevin Kelly when he when he calls Finley's a uh, blue thunder bomb a falcon arrow. I fucking had that in my notes too. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck did you like? Like, like it was like blatant. I, and I yeah, I love that he like he didn't let that slide. Like fuck off. Like that's 
not even they're not even close. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you speaking from experience uh, of of calling commentary, I've literally done the exact same thing where I just I called a move with such confidence, and then I was like thinking about it. I was like, I, that was a wrong wrong move, wrong fucking move. Like I call it. I called a a, a a tiger driver like a, a tiger I, I, or a DDT or something. I, it's a really stupid mistake. And I was like, I called it with such confidence. I was like, that was really good. And then I went back and listened to it. I was like, I called the wrong fucking move. And it was like a finishing maneuver on top of that. So I was like, eh, oopsie. But I, but I did like that Phantasma was right there to be like, that's a fucking blue thunder bomb, dummy. Um, Finley did this really rad roll up on Shingo where he sort of like gut wrenched himself and like 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 almost like a no armed cartwheel and then he yeah. uh, rolled rolled Shingo up. It was a, it was a really rad looking roll up, and uh, Shingo did a snap suplex that was less a suplex and more like a double arm drag at one point, and it was so fast oh, no. it looked so Jesus painful. Christ. <laughs> also, like uh, Shingo hit this like kind of like sliding elbow into the back mm, yeah like, like why it just looked like kind of a, like a throwaway move fucking owie fucking owie yeah he nor he normally hits uh you know he normally does a sliding lariats like to the front but yeah he, he got him on the he got him on the back one time and yeah very very good uh he he did that he hit the pumping bomber and it, oh, to, to sit to say that he turned Finley out is uh, that he turned him inside out is almost not doing it enough justice. Like he spun him fucking all over the place when he hit that because it wasn't like a straight backflip. He like weeble wobbled and did a full routine. It was a, it was crazy looking. Yeah. And uh, the made in Japan looked super super extra good. Super fucking crisp. Like yeah. that move. I love that move regardless. But like fuck that look. Just, it just looks like it. Like should murder you. That should be death. Yeah, it's a, it's such a it's such a great move, and I got the uh, I got the sense from watching for uh, Forbidden Door that Shingo used to use that as a finisher because El El Fantasma Excalibur was like, oh, he hit the he hit the made in Japan. This is this is gonna be it. And Kevin Kelly said, is it gonna be it? though? <laughs> this is like counting the three. Is it is it, Ke- is it Kevin? Is it Excalibur? Like. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's but man, like I I loved I loved Kevin Kelly at Forbidden Door. Like I felt like he just added so much. Like he like him him being there added so much to that commentary team. Like it just with how I much love, like, he the, had loaded bring, up in facts. Like, they bring Kevin Kelly, or they use Caprice Coleman, or um, uh, Ian or what the fuck his name is, uh, Ian Rigabani from mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. Like, like bringing in the guys that are f- more familiar with the product. Yeah. And also that, that kind of hides JR, who who I know called New uh, Japan at some point, but he called it badly. So let's, you know, bring in someone who actually knows the moves. <laughs> he, call, he called New Japan, but he's like, doesn't remember anyone's name. Or as I funnily saw someone on Twitter say something to the effect of, let's see if he can... Uh, call this entire match without saying this wrestler's name. It was, it was one of the uh, Joshi wrestlers oh, fuck. and, and, and they're like, Oh my God. He keeps saying that young lady. <laughs> like, come on, man. You can't learn a person's name for one fucking match. You can't write it down on a cue card in front of you. Like, 
I mean, the question is, did she have big old titties? Because if she did, then he probably will remember her name. If not, it's like a 50-50 shot. Yeah. Then 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 I'll be like, I wish I were I wish I were a little bit younger. <laughs> Come on, Jr. Also, like if you. Never mind. Let's 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 not get into any of that. Anyway, holy crap! Uh, Finley hit a crazy out of nowhere roll up that Shingo just walked right into and gets a pinfall in fourteen minutes and fifty seconds, and Shingo just can't believe it. I was I was shocked as fuck on that one. Like that was not the most shocking uh, a win of the of the two nights I watched. Uh, well, actually, not of this night because uh, the main event I was a flabbergasted. But um, no, it was it was a good match. Like, and I just I I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Finley because he's obviously going to be in the U.S. title picture. I don't know. I am interested to see where they go with with him because I definitely I could see a. a, a uh, well, I don't know if you know this or not, but the the WWE has gone through some changes recently, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the new sheriff in town. I could see him looking at someone like, like a David Finley and thinking I could do something with that guy. So, um, it'll be interesting. Sure. Well, let's, uh, move on. Let's move on to the, uh, next match. Uh, oh yeah. So I, I could decide if that was my number three match of the night or the number two match of the night, but it's, it's, it's somewhere in there. At any, at any rate, this next match was my number four of the night. Jonah versus Tom Lawler. Oh, dirty. I love Filthy Tom. So I had the pleasure of seeing a lot of Filthy Tom. He has done a lot of AIW shows here in Cleveland. Oh, that's good. So I've got to see him up close in all of his dirty glory. <laughs> and I um, I think it's he's a natural fit for something like New Japan Strong. This match. Yeah, that's why they made him. The, that's why he made him the champion. Yeah. It's just like this match, though. And I love I love him. I love Jonah. I love Jonah. Jonah's he's my guy. They just didn't have the greatest chemistry. Yeah, that yeah, I mean, and that and that is you know part of why it ranks number four for me because like, I I'd only seen a very little bit of Jonah like for that brief stint that I was in NXT, but I felt like when he was in there, like he really like tore it up for like the teeny bit of time that he was in there, and then you know, then they were like, let's do something else. Yeah, let's make everything all colorful and turn the lights up. So I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I like, like Jonah Rock was great. I, uh, Bronson Reed, I think was his NXT name. I just, yeah. I like the guy. And I think that I'm, I'm super happy that like he's gotten back with uh, the mighty, you know, the mighty don't kneel, mm-hmm. all those guys. But yeah, they're just like, I think these guys, I am super excited to watch uh, Jonah and Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this match just did not gel. Uh, I will say that I think the torpedo, uh, Jonah's finishing move, mm-hmm. needs to be protected with all due, you know, necessary, uh, whatever, because that is such a badass finish and he hits it so flush that that needs to be protected. So whoever kicks out of it for the first time, hopefully it's not for a while. It's a big shock because Holy fuck. Like there's no like legit, like I can't imagine like popping up after that thing. Cause good God. Yeah. It's he's a, he's a, he's a big boy and that's a big move. Okay, uh, Lawler runs all the way around the ring, and Jonah launches him into the ring, <laughs> just derails him, and then El Fantasma goes, a very stupid move by Tom, <laughs> and 
And then Joda Gorilla presses him into the barricade. That fucking, oh my God. I thought that was a botch at first because he just dropped him. Mm. Like without any like, like it was just like, fuck. Like, like there's a reason why like, I think it took like to the count of like 17 to get back in the ring because ow, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Lawler evades the standing senton and reverses into a single crab, and it was just, it was just very smooth looking. Like he just, whoop, you're in a crab now, and it was, it was good. Uh, I love that Phantasmo does not care for any of Lawler's antics in this match whatsoever. Just like literally any time Tom Lawler did something, oh, Phantasmo just talked shit about it. And uh, man, Jonah soaring through the sky to hit that torpedo for a win in 11 minutes and 32 seconds to which El Fantasmo jokingly offers him afterwards a burger. And then Jonah like kind of gets in his face and calls his bluff. And then he takes the burger. And then my favorite part is that he stuffs it into a singlet. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel it's like, fuck you, but I'm going to take that burger. Like, is that, let's, let's be real. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I will say that also the El Fantasma uh, bring up the fact that like Tom Lawler's denim shorts he wears under his denim trunks should be tear away. And he's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> he's not wrong. Also being hit by those things in the face, those sweaty, like cut off Daisy Dukes. Well, no wonder Jonah want to kick his ass. <laughs> it is. It is funny how, uh, when when El Fantasma is on commentary, his ability, like he's everything he says, can be like so prescient. It's it, it, like it's 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 crazy. Like you, like he just says things, and then you're like, ah, that's a really good point, man. Like he should have tear away pants. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that makes complete utter sense. Yeah. Okay, we move on to uh, Ocon and uh, Ocon and Sonata, and this is the one that I couldn't decide, you know, t- number two or number three. So it's, uh, you, you may might have a, uh, more definitive thing, but I was looking forward to this match based off of their, uh, commentary exchange a couple nights ago. I, I don't, I don't get the great Ocon. I don't, I don't like, I don't like him. I don't. Yeah. yeah. So you'll, so you'll probably skew more towards liking the first match better. Yeah, and um, I mean, but like, I love Sonata. Sonata was one of those guys. When I did uh, my gauntlet run through the G1, that I really, really enjoyed him. I really enjoyed his work, and I obviously I, I haven't, well, obviously, but I haven't really been up on New Japan. I, I mean, I keep my eye on it, but like, I haven't, haven't been watching it a bunch. So it was interesting to see like like how he's evolved in the couple of years since I've really watched. Mm-hmm. And like, it was he made the match enjoyable watching him. I just don't like the Great Ocon to me. Just doesn't. I don't, it's not that I don't understand the character. He's just like, he's kind of near the folly. Like, I just don't, like, <laughs> I, 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 his place in New Japan kind of mystifies me. Like, I just feel like he doesn't quite fit in. All right. So I'll, I'll give, I'll give you a couple of things to just give you some context into what, what kind of dude Okan is. <laughs> okay. So, but the, he, Recently, there was this little girl being attacked on a subway or whatever, and Okan like stopped the dude, like basically saved this little girl's life. And then the the, you know, the girl was like, yeah, she was shook obviously after what happened. So like they're waiting for the police to get there, 
and Okan's like, like, hey, it's all right. Like, I'm like, I've got some pancakes. Like, you want some pancakes? And the little girl's like, yeah, okay, because pan- pancakes are like big, fluffy, like hand treats. Oh, 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 have fucking pancakes on hand? Yeah, it's Is he in the new day. <laughs> I like that. Me? Like. So, and uh, I learned I learned that uh, they act like they you like you can get pre-packaged like pancakes that you just like open up and just pop a pancake at them. So anyway, so that happens. And then he, like he basically gets the key to the city, essentially. Meanwhile, before Forbidden Door, he goes and uh, he go he goes to Las Vegas with the rest of the United Empire guys and just literally does like, let's do all the things you're supposed to do when you go to Vegas. So he's like pictures, pictures with strippers and he goes to the heart attack grill. He rides a giant mechanical bull that's shaped like a dong. Just fucking hilarious. That that, that makes me like him a little bit more. Okay. Um, so then now about and, and this is particularly about you being mystified by Kratos Khan. So in this little commentary exchange that he had with Sonata and we'll do a, we'll do a little replay here, you know, just to get you up to speed. Hopefully it's not too far away and I can find it. Uh, he. He and sorry, one sec. I thought I was going to like. Have it really close. I kind of remember that it was at the bottom of a page. It was over here, so maybe it's on this page. I know, really, really great radio, guys. All right, well, and, and anyway, I'll kind of, I can paraphrase it, unless it's right here. Oh, here it is. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Sonata goes, Okan's been on a roll, so I'm looking forward to that match. No Khan comes out, and this is the second time that like he's already come out and given a promo, which was fucking nonsensical. He uh, to to quote that promo, the Ozora Subaru Sheep Killer was effective tonight, although it was known by another name back then. Now it's called the Luna Subaru Sheep Killer. Like a princess, she will sleep in our lap comfortably for all eternity. So weird. And then, and then, so now he's out a second time, and Sonata's like, why did you join the United Empire? You're dressed like a Mongolian, and he's like, and? And Sonata goes, but then you got this weird undead gimmick, and then he's like, yeah, from ancient Chinese lore, like, stop trying to act like you know anything about me. Oh, look at me, I'm Sonata, I'm just out here, I'm gonna make a big fool of myself. And then Sonata's not even Sonata's not even looking at him at this point. He's like, "This guy's fucking nuts." And then and then Sonata, like he's handing him a Snickers, he's like, look, look, "Calm down, dude. Like, here, take this." Hands him a pre-packaged pancake, and he's like, "He's like, oh, oh, Sonata's got jokes. Sonata's got jokes. Okay, okay, well, that's great." Sonata's already walked off, and he's like, "I do like pancakes, though, and I'm gonna eat this thing." <laughs> I do like. I mean, let's be real. Pancakes do slap. Like, I do want to try these prepackaged pancakes, though. I, I'm, I'm definitely on that. You know, I, I got to tell you, uh, I feel, I, I feel like a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of cool baking things that Japanese uh, Japanese people like to make, where they, they you know they use a, uh, uh, they basically 
separate the the yolks from the whites and then they uh, fluff up fluff up the whites and then they mix everything together and they like steam it so like they do it with ch- uh, like cheesecake to make like wobbly cheesecake because that's sort of like that's sort of like a thing is like like wobbly foods so they sort of do the same thing with their ki- pancakes and their pancakes are like real thick like this I'm holding my fingers about two inches apart I if you can't if you can't see um and so like yeah I've been thinking about it and I was like I just watched a video on YouTube like I could make those things because then because then it's like they didn't even put maple syrup on it. They like dust it with confectioner sugar and like maybe throw some fruit on top or whatever. Just and I'm like looking. I was like, that looks fucking scrumptious, and I want that. And no one would stop me from putting maple syrup on it, but maybe I would and maybe I wouldn't. I'm not sure. Just want those I mean, pancakes. It's true. I don't think anyone would stop you. That would be a weird thing for the police to come breaking through your door, like, sir, sir. That's not allowed. Don't worry, man. I just saved this little girl's life. I'm giving, I'm giving her the. I'm giving this pancake to this girl. She shook. Oh, okay. My bad. Here's the key to the city. Yep. Yep. That that completely and utterly checks out. And since you gave me the idea, that makes both of us heroes. So thanks, man. We yeah. I'll I'll make a copy of the key to the city to you, and you know you could just you could just come in after I go to sleep if you're coming in later. However that works. I just I I, I in my mind when. He, the great Ocon was saving this girl in the background. You could hear Chad Kroger and the other guy from saliva playing that song from Spider-Man. <laughs> a hero to save us. Not going to let him wait. I think that's, I think that's just his playing. That's in my mind. In Love my it. mind, he saves the girl in full fucking gear. Like half half of the reason the criminal runs away is because he sees a man dressed like a Mongolian clown with a big question mark napkin over his face. I mean, that would make me th- want to think twice about whatever I was doing. Yeah, and Okan Okan's a big boy, so like if I saw that, I'd be like, ah, oh god, I'm being punished for my sins on Earth. The the, the gods of death have sent a devil to to, to dispatch me. Ah, I'm gonna change my life and. Give money to an orphanage. I mean, that's better than like the ghost of Christmas, whatever, you know, coming after you. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. I mean, yeah. you've not quite sold me on the great Ocon, but um, I'm, the, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, just here some, for, just I'm here for pancakes. Yeah. Just something to chew on. Chew on pancakes. All right. Okay. So there's one thing El Fantasmo doesn't buy about Ocon's hero story. And it's that he gave away his pancakes. <laughs> you know, that's fair. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. He's a. <laughs> I'm He's a lad. Now, th- this is this is kind of just for me as I was watching this match. I must be in the mood for chain wrestling because this match just started off with a lot of chain wrestling. And I thought it was very just very solid chain wrestling. Like no. No beef about it. Like it was all chain wrestling. I was like, I could go for some chain wrestling. I need a little, cha- a little change of pace. Uh, El Fantasmo says that Ocon is so stinky. Scorpion from Mortal Kombat says, "Get away from here." That was yeah. <laughs> the pace picks up as Sonata shotgun drop kicks O from the top of the turnbuckle and quickly follows through with a plancha. Um. Uh, it is then Mongolian chop time. Uh, by the way, I, I the Mongolian chops, the shrieking is hilarious to me. I 
I I get that that's part of the like what is this guy's deal? I have decided to embrace the Mongolian chop shrieks. They're they're ridiculous to me. Um So, yeah, Mongolian chop time and when Sonata eats the last one, he accidentally hits Okan right in the kazuchkas. Yeah, well, little ouchy. A lot of people getting hit in the balls tonight. Very ball-heavy night. Sonata uses some flippy stuff off the corner to reverse Okan's face crusher into a skull end. There's a nice little bit of agility. Sonata gets slapped and run. No, I'm sorry. He gets stopped mid-run when Okan... I mean, he probably also got slapped at some point. Sonata gets stopped mid-run when Okan pulls red shoes in front of him and then... Then he punches Sonata right in the face. Like, just gave him a stiff fucking right hand. Like, punched him right in the face. Like, it just connected. And part of me goes, like, part of me wonders if, the guy, if these guys are like, yeah, just punch, punch me in the face. It's fine. Like, I could take one punch in the face as long as you, you know, just make it sound like it really pops. Like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, sell, I'll sell a punch in the face. Like, just do it. Like, it looked very good. Uh, Big O with a fucking moonsault. <laughs> oh, that was that, that was impressive. Like that, that is a large man to uh, be thrown up moonsaults. That definitely was a. I had to go back and watch it. I'm like, that's that was impressive. I'll I will give Mr. <laughs> Ocon that. And uh, Sonata hits a pop up TKO in the Muda moonsault for victory in 16 minutes and 35 seconds. I did like that Muda moonsault. That like I I think that's to me. I think that's new to him. I, I think he is, uh, when I saw him before, he's doing the cold skull. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he, he does the, the skull end, the, the like, that. that's when he does the uh, the submission finishers. But he's uh, oh. he, he's been finishing with the with the mood of moonsault for, for a hot minute now. But yeah, he was, he was, using, the, he was using the skull end a lot before. Yeah, it, I guess it is kind of more of a recent tradition. But yeah, it's a good... It's a good moonsault. He, tra- he tries it in the middle of every match and it always gets reversed. So it's a bit annoying to me as a, it, it, it share, it shares that annoyingness that like when people have a, like a cutter for a finisher or, or at least like a semi finisher, like, you know, like the Oz cutter or uh Tomatonga has the, especially Tomatonga with the gun stun being his actual finisher. So they try to hit it 20 times in the match and it's so dissatisfying when it gets stopped. It never makes me go like, ha, ah, blocked you, you suck. It always makes me go, God damn it, just let him hit it. It'll look so good. I hate you. But yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe maybe that match was more number three than number two. Shingo and Finley. Nah, I'm gonna call it number two. I'm gonna call Shingo and Finley number two, that is. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Because number one is the main event and it's not even close, and it's Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Zacky big bloody techers. That was a yep, great fucking match. Great yeah. fucking match. Yeah, and I and I and obviously the clear number one of the night, which we which we all knew looking at the card, like it's, mm, it's it's good, it, yeah. it's it's good, and also because I was in the mood for chain wrestling and watching those two chain wrestle, I was like Sonata and Sonata and Okan did very good chain wrestling. Anyone that yep. can keep up with with Zack Saber Jr. like the chain wrestling is just fucking unearthly. It's I, what I love about Zack Saber Jr. His his evolution is like when he I first was introduced to him years ago. 
he was that scrawny, scrawny little guy. Um, I actually got the pleasure of actually seeing him perform live. He actually came to a AIW show, which was solely fucking random. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you in Cleveland? What happened? Um, but like the muscle mass he's put on, but he still retained so much. And I mean, th- those two were just a pleasure to watch. I did laugh out loud when they were tr- both trying to go for the abdominal stretch. And at one point, like they're just like just hopping around in a circle. <laughs> yeah, they did. Just like, what the fuck is happening here? Uh was uh, was that the was that the same show that you went to where your uh, it was like your wife's birthday or it was yes, your anniversary I, or whatever? And, it was, it was and my, Zach's... my wife's birthday. Like, it was the birthday weekend. I told Zach this, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here? Like, why are you here, not with her?" I'm like, yeah, what, yeah. What, didn't he say like, "And you're here watching bleeding wrestling?" Yeah, I got shamed by a man from Sheppy. Um, <laughs> If I ever meet him again, I'll be like, hey, I, I, I stopped home on the way back home and got flowers. So, you know, it all worked out. Um, I don't think we were married at that point. I think I was like it was the year before the wedding. So I'll tell, I'll tell him that you know, it worked out pretty well. But um, but no, it was just, I mean, a great match. These two are like, I don't know what what demon that Tanahashi sold his soul to to be able to keep on going. I mean, obviously, he is not the Tanahashi of 10 years ago but he's still like fucking good like he's still really i mean like he could still go yeah he 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 could turn it on man like he you know not not even yeah it was like two years ago there it was that g1 climax that he was in like tanahashi's just like you know what i'm gonna have the best g1 climax out of out of everyone else in this g1 climax and he did like he was like he was the m like the guy that I wanted to see the most every night was was Tanahashi, like just two years ago. So it like the guy the guy can go. I, yeah, I, I I totally get what you mean. I so there was a lot of funny stuff that happened this match too. I, I particularly like after a long bit of chain wrestling, like they they stopped to like start over again, and Zack Saber Jr. just like dried his hands off on red shoes. Yes, that was fucking <laughs> hilarious. I enjoyed that quite quite a bit. And then, like after all, like all that chain wrestling, Tanahashi realizes, "Oh, I can just punch Zack Saber Jr. in the stomach, and that'll work." And because he just fucking boom, and then like it immediately stopped, like all the offense that Zack Saber Jr. was putting on. It was very good. Uh, Tana does some air guitar and then uses Zack Saber Jr.'s neck crank on him, which was just, mm. yep, like. Uh, like- so, had, Tana will Tana will dog you a little bit in a match. It's 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 beautiful thing to see. Zach hung up Tanahashi in the ropes with an arm bar, and that was very good. That was like Tana was on the apron and he like hung like hung him up from the inside of the from the inside of the ring. Just, mm. I just yeah I like it's the things they do. Like, every time I see a Tanahashi match, he does something that is just like so different that I haven't really seen before. And he's like, how, how are you like, again, like he's not like he's old, old. He's not like Ric Flair, which oh God, <laughs> to go on a little sidebar. I, I said I was going to watch it, but I found a, a free Twitch stream and watched it. That was the saddest thing in wrestling. I will ever see in my entire life. Good God. So uh, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Have you seen uh, Okada and Tenryu? <laughs> 
No, but this like there was a part at the uh, towards the end of the match when like Ric Flair is like gasping for like oh he's gonna fucking die like he said it, no, he's actually gonna fucking die like this is death is about to happen to this old man and uh, he went over didn't he yes he did he pinned uh, Jeff Jarrett what a <sighs> what an asshole what a fucking asshole <laughs> like. <laughs> There's there's ways we do thing in this uh, we there's ways we do things in this business man like you should be the one out of everyone to know like you should have gotten pinned if that was your last match like Jesus Christ like you usually go out on your back but I mean like it, like it wasn't like you pinned Jay Lethal if you would have pinned Jay Lethal that would have been fucking stupid but still um are we doing are we doing a Ben watches wrestling after this. Uh, maybe, maybe I, I, I might need some time to go back. Cause I, what I honestly want to do is I want to watch the rest of the card of the people that could actually wrestle. Um, all right, well, all right, let, let's, let's, let's power through the rest of this show and then see, see yeah. how we're feeling at, at the end yeah. here. Okay. Um, damn, Zach is taking it to Tana or he's taking Tana to task in this match. Like he was putting a hurting on Tana Hashi. We're 15 minutes into the match now. Uh, Tanahashi, best sling blade in professional wrestling. I don't care what anyone says. He is the master of it. Ev- everyone else's looks weak in comparison. I mean... Uh, it's, don't don't say Finn Balor. I know you're going to say Finn Balor. Don't say it. Cause, I mean, his is good, but also... And, and like I will say that Tanahashi is the most consistent... Because Finn can hit one every now and then that looks good. So can Seth. It's freaking wrong. Okay. But like, again, like not cons- as consistently. I will give you that Tanashi is the most consistent. Because there are times when Finn hits it, you're like, you barely touched that guy. Like you, ba- like you, you like had a finger on him, and like you decided to make that sling blade. But then there's some of them that are pretty crisp, but uh, not all the time. Yeah, you're just you're just supporting my you're just supporting my argument. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for thank you for the support. It feels good to be heard. That's what I'm here for. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh whoa, ace is high. And Zach rolls it through into a Euro clutch, and the crowd could not fucking believe that Tanahashi kicked out. Um and, and neither could I. I was like that like that was such a crazy reversal. And I was like, ooh, like I there were a couple of times this weekend that I that I gasped, and that and that was one of them. There was a it was hot. Um, the two quickly trade pin reversals, and Tanahashi sneakily gets in a pin reversal for a victory at 17 minutes and 32 seconds, and like that match was so hot in the end uh, for that crowd. Like they were, like every time something happened, like they were they were gasping. And like I, I had to go back and watch a couple times. Like man, like that crowd was like making a lot of mouth noise for a crowd. Like this is like two or three years now. Those people have been silent. I've heard one gasp in three years, and the whole end of that match is just people going like, (gasps) (gasps) like at the very beginning of the match, it was so quiet. mm -hmm. It was like eerily like. Do they just go away? Do they get like Thanos snapped? Because there's just no sound, not even like like just nothing. So I guess you know they're 
still kind of keeping that whole, you know, cheering your heart thing to, to somewhat. But yeah, I, I, so at the end of this match, the way that they both popped up and the looks on both Zach and Tana's face, I thought that was maybe a botch or like, it's like, like they were both kind of smiling and like, it just, it was a weird vibe. I see. I, and so like, I, I was like, I thought they just had this look on the, on this face. Like, but like both of them, you know, K kayfabe wise, like anything, anything can happen in this match. And it's like, kind of like that, uh, kind of, you know, I mean, this is, going to be a corny comparison, but I think it is a good comparison. Uh, you know, that part in fast and furious where he's like, I, I almost had you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Donna Hosh is like, yeah, you, you, you did, but, but you didn't like, <laughs> I mean, like you, you definitely, you're not wrong with that. It's just like, it's like the look on, on, on his face was just like, like it, I guess it, you know you could like you cheeky motherfucker like yeah I mean I thought he took that L with grace and aplomb <laughs> like he was just like and for yeah for for Zach to do that Zach is uh tends not to be that way tends to uh yeah I, I it was like he, a good Zach Steber Jr. uh you know bitch fit yeah it's like he wasn't like it's was like he wasn't even mad like it's, it literally looked like he's like I'm not even mad like I just can't believe that that happened. And uh, as Tanahashi gives his closing speech, El Fantasmo has a translation for us. G1 Climax, I'm going to win no matter what, even if that involves cheating. <laughs> I don't think that's you, what Tanahashi said. You have said. to be, you know, at least respect the, you know, the honesty. Like, it's kind of like um, a couple of weeks ago when uh, Wardlow and Orange Cassidy had that match mm -hmm. and Chuck and uh, Trent were like, we're just going to fucking cheat. And then they pulled out the, the chainsaw. <laughs> like, like they didn't, he didn't go that far, but it's like, you know, you got to respect that. You got to respect the fuck it. You know, I, I can't take you one on one. I'm just going to murder you. All right. Well, we uh, we move on to the uh, well, this is a special uh, section called post-match Kenta because the uh, weekend finally caught me and I wasn't able to go through all the post-match comments. But I did get through the Kenta comments for this night. And I will say that Bonesaw's wishes finally came true as there were flyers of the cover of his book taped to the uh, uh, taped to the sponsor wall. Um, and like Kenta's like, I'm he's like, I'm like he stands right. He stands right next to the posters, and then makes the same exact face that he's making on the cover of his book. So it just looks like there's three of his head making the same face because there's two flyers in his head. And then he's just like, "From now on, it's G1 from here on out." But yeah, it's just just very very silly. Uh, that concludes the events of night one. Uh, ben saw any uh, any final thoughts there? I mean, it was definitely, it was a good night. I think if I had to rank matches, my favorite match of the night was, I mean, yeah, it was Tana and, and Zach. I think that, that was, to me, was the best match of the night, favorite match of the night. I will say that my number two, and I did not think this going in, was Finley and Shingo. That match, it started off like, you know, oh, this is just going to be Shingo kicking the shit out of its kid. 
and it actually turned out really a, a nice match. I just feel like the, the the night as a whole went through some highs and lows. Yeah, and the lows involved the Great O'Conn. <laughs> like, and like, like, but there's no like, like, and it wasn't like a horrible match. It wasn't the worst match I've ever seen. But like, it's just like, like the the high was so high with Tana and Zach, that it it just kind of made everything else like you know right. A little, Yes, but it was still, I mean, overall, a good night. But, yeah, that, I mean, it's hard to compete with two of the best wrestlers, you know, today. Yeah, well, sure. Um, well, we'll uh, we're going to keep the uh, action rolling here. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be right back. Hello, Thomas. Welcome to heaven. Wow, St. Peter! Well, I've gone over my list, and everything seems to be in order, so why don't we get these gates open? All right! You got a special place I can listen to Biff Radio in there? Actually, we do have a special place for that. Hell! Biff Radio's blasphemous propaganda! Listen to it and forever forfeit the kingdom of heaven! Prosperity the morning song? This road, you idiots, fell for it again! Bone song? Oh, yeah! If you want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to Biff Radio at JabroniU.com. If you don't want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com. And we're back. And it was a hot commercial break. Sexy. Yeah. Sexy, but it, it was there. I'm a little... It's a little awkward. Didn't mean to say all those bad things about Biff Radio. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you know, you're the only one. Hey, as long as people are saying anything about Biff Radio, I'm happy. <laughs> okay, so we're on, we're at night nine now. Uh, July 31st, last day of the month. Still at the Aichi Prefectural Gym. Still at the home of the Mitsubishi Electric Koalas. It's their other home team there. I love that name. That is, that is an exciting. I don't care. I don't care what sport that that team plays. I just love the name of that team. It's 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 a solid name. Like I will say that they have some pretty solid uh, names over there. They're quite fantastic. Although, if I had to guess, it's probably B, B League basketball <laughs> because that's probably. that's usually ah women's Japan basketball league. Okay, there we go. So, uh, we've got Tom Lawler on commentary tonight. He was better than El Fantasma. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, not like dramatically better. No, no. Look, hey, look, you, you're, you're allowed to have your opinion on it. I liked El Fantasma better, but I'm a big El Fantasma mark. So, you know, that's, that's what's, that's, what's going to happen. Also, I, you know, I watch way more New Japan than you, so I know better than you. That's right. That's true. Well, I watch more um, raw. So I'm an idiot. (laughs) Hedy likes it. I'm going to blame on the dog. He likes it because, you know, he licks his balls and, you know, it's basically what what it's been for the last 10 or so years. Well, that makes your dog the smartest person in the rule, the the smartest person in the room. I mean, if it's just me, if it's just me and him, then yeah, it's probably true. Uh, you're, yeah, it's a cute dog, man. I like that dog. 
I'd like to I'd like to just, see that dog in real life. That is cute. Like I I I gotta love my dog. I will say that I think Kevin Aldridge as like the cutest dog in the world. But Teddy is also very cute. But Kevin Aldridge, I mean, like most things in life, Kevin Aldridge is just better. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's get into night nine here. Uh we start with Cobb versus Archer, and you know, I will straight away say uh this was my this ended up being my number four, and we're we're on five matches now, so number four is not the uh not the worst rank. Sometimes number five isn't the worst rank, just things have to be in order, but in this case it is. Um I I mean this match was good. I was hoping for a little bit more from this match, but I I, I mean I, I liked it. I yeah, here's the thing. I am perplexed. On how, like I, I think it's gotten better, but I feel like Jeff Cobb has just not, like he hasn't hit that stride in New Japan that I feel like he should, and I I just don't know what it is. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like he like he never, for a guy that talented, just I don't feel like he ever gets quite there. Oh, I'll was, I'll tell you I'll 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 tell you I'll tell you what it is. You didn't see last year's G1 climax. He he fucking crushed it last year. Right. Um But yeah, that that's uh he's uh um I I would say maybe he hasn't hit his stride in this G one cli- in this G one climax, and I think that has a lot to do with th- how what what he has to work with in the A block. Um his his uh, his match with Okada was just destined to not be as good as as his match with Okada in last year's G1 climax, because the stakes weren't weren't high, yeah, uh, because they were basically both undefeated all the way through to the end of the tournament. So that was like the match that made sure Okada won the G1 basically last year. So it's a uh, that last G1, Jeff Cobb was crushing fools left and right. Every match was a banger. Like he was like he was one of the stars of that G1 climax. Uh, but yeah, with this, with this G1, uh, he, you know, it's still, it's still early. He's only had three matches, so, you know, he's only going to have a couple more, but. Yeah. Well, I just, I, you know, like, I, I love both these guys. I think like the, the G1 that I covered where Lance Archer kind of broke out. Like I've been a fan of Lance Archer since. Yeah. And the dude is just. I, like I definitely think these guys were as super hard hitting. There was the uh, the move where uh, Archer was on the ropes. I think he's kind of doing the old school dead man thing, and Cobb <laughs> takes him and like picks him up and like hits him with the uh, the spin cycle. Spin cycle. <laughs> that was fucking hard. Like that that fucking slap. That was that was good. I love uh, I love that. That was that was like the best part of the best spot of the match for sure. And then the uh, like the escape from the uh, the blackout into the Germans, Cobb's Germans, Jesus Christ, yeah. those are some of the best Germans in the business right now. Yeah, they're 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 very good, and it doesn't matter how big you are, <laughs> like no. he will deadlift you, and he will like throw you around like a sack of shit. Like it does not does not matter to him. So the match started off with a uh, two young lion casualties. So uh, the the numbers are climbing. Uh, Lance Archer, uh, uh, he pulls over the first young lion and then he just goes over to Kosei Fujita and just slightly pulls his masks down and just gives him a smack on the face. 
like in the meeting before the matches when like you know i don't know someone gets to tell these guys like you're the ones who get you get to get fucked over by by archer like do you think like they're like yeah like I, that's kind of like right of passage you're like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> like, i've already got to like you know do the fucking laundry and all this bullshit back at the dojo and then i get you know my ass kicked by this texan who's like nine feet tall no if i, I i'll tell you if if it were me i would I would be like, hey, what do you think about doing this to us? What do you think about doing that? Like, I would constantly be like just laying good ideas on him because, you know, he'd be like, oh, yeah, like like that, that would like that would work. Like, I, I think it would be really funny if in one of these A block matches, Archer and someone else have has a showdown. And I kind of want to look at who's in the A block just to see if this is something that could viably happen, because I think it would be very funny. Uh, Okada, uh, uh, Lawler, Jonah, Fale, um, I don't remember who Lance Archer's wrestled. He already wrestled Fale. Um, Fale would have been a good person to do it with. I thought, actually, you know, I was watching them and that was what made me think about it. I thought it'd be funny if he's like, Oh, like, oh, you want to start something? And then, like, instead of hitting Folly, like, hits a young lion. And, like, Folly's like, oh, you're such a big man. And, like, instead of hitting Archer, like, they basically just beat the shit out of young lions to be, like, show who's tougher instead of fighting each other. Kind of like, oh, like, Undertaker and Kane did that one point where, like, they were hitting, like, the last rides on, like, some random jobbers. And <laughs> just, like, like, I can just, like, you know, like, motion in the back, like, bring us more young lions. Like, I, like fucking find them. Like, I'm, like... Or like bring us the guys who work in the peanut stand, you know. Yeah, and just any like get a get a couple of the guys who are not wrestling the night and just put them in masks or something so I can't see who they are. Just you know. There you go. I think that guy looks like Tanahashi, but like it can't be because these guys is it is that kicked? Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that guy's definitely as tall as Okada, but he's getting thrown around. It would be hilarious. Like you get all of your main eventers, put them under masks, and they just are jobbers to the stars. Like I would, it would be fucking hysterical. <laughs> Which is a bit of a misnomer because wouldn't they be jobbers to the to the 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 B the B plus yeah. players <laughs> if all, if all the A plus talent is covered in masks? And like it'd be like make it like a Mister America obvious. And then, like, I won't put the mask gets pulled off, and then they remember who the fuck they are. And like, oh yeah, I'm I'm the rainmaker. I'm <laughs> you now. <laughs> oh god. Uh, a little for uh, agility from Cobb flipping out of uh, an arm drag. <laughs> that that was really that was really rad. Like that's the thing. Like J- Jeff Cobb's got like his just so quick. Like and like it's a very like you know cliche thing. They're like, oh, the big man who's who can you can move quickly but he really does. Yeah. And he does it so well. And that's why I love him to death. I mean, like, again, like I look back at his time as Matanza in uh, Lucha Underground and, and like the dude's just gotten better and better. And I just, I want him to have all the belts. Yeah. He, the belts. He's, he's so, he's very good. Uh, sent on off the apron from Archer. The uh, young lion casualty is up to three now. Uh, let's see. Yeah. We talked about that. Uh, Cobb surfing on Archer was funny because he had him face up and normally they're face down and he was just standing right on his balls. Yep. That was, that was, I'm sure that got a 
a conversation in the back. And they, uh, they, they both wrestled like they both did their set that that they that they normally do. Like they hit all the beats that they that they normally hit. Uh, but it was extra impressive just because both of them are so big. And then yeah, ten minutes in, Cobb starts with the with the uh, German suplexes, and then Archer gets a king size tour of the islands, and Cobb wins in eleven minutes thirty seven seconds. It was a really fucking good. Like I, I, the tour of the islands is a, I think an underrated and slept on move. Um, it doesn't hit it all flush all the time, but it, it was good. I, I definitely enjoyed uh, that. So I mean, again, it wasn't a bad match, but like those two, I feel like could have had better match. Yeah. I, I liked, I like those big spinny slams like, like that, that one. And he also does the spin cycle and like, a, you know, I'll just say it. Corbin Dallas hits that, that black hole thing. And it's just like they're just cool, spinny-looking slams, and I just, I just like them. You know, my buddy Wes, who's you know Wes Allen, you know Wes Allen, his the number one fan of King Corbin. So he he, you know, I was just, I was just talking about spinny moves. He's like, oh man, King Corbin, who's my favorite wrestler ever. He loves that. He does that black hole, that ba- black hole slam, and that's that's what made me think of it. Yeah, it's funny. Like, um, one, Wes has a full back tattoo of uh, Happy Corbin on his back. Also, um, his 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 great band, uh, Resignation. He actually wanted to call it uh, Baron Corbin Fucks, but yeah. he got voted out by like voted down by his band. Um, <laughs> well, know, I'm sure I'm sure Wes sharing this. Yeah, I'm sure Wes is you know going to be the uh, the guy who actually goes on to have a uh, solo talent because he's clearly the brains of that operation. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna murder. And like I'm, mm. I'm thinking is like I'm like in the same state as him, so you know, you're safe for now. He's his family lives down here. I'm not safe. All, uh, he's got he's got pre he's got pretext to be down here. Like if I die and he's a suspect, he'd be like, "I was just visiting my family. I had no idea. I wasn't even in that part of Florida." Yeah, it's weird. Well, R.I.P. Yep, it was it was fun. It was fun knowing you. Let's move on to the uh, next match. And uh, again, this this was another night where I had trouble deciding whether you know these matches were number two or number three. Um. Yoshihashi versus Juice Robinson. Juice. And I'll say it again. I love the rock hard moniker. <laughs> it's, uh, he, I, I've, I've been a fan from him for a while. I shared it with the group. Like his press conference before the, the G1 was absolutely fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I still have like, I, I cut down the clip. Of like the David Finley, fuck David Finley. <laughs> Just his delivery was great. I'm a little sad. Like okay, so like I get Yoshihashi. I understand why he's there, but it's like really like I just like like nothing about him screams to me like interesting. I know he's I Bonesaw and I've decided that it's that it's just it's just the face Um, because we we had a we had a conversation. The nature of the conversation was I understand like it's like I get why Yoshihashi when like they try to make him look good. It works versus like when other people like 
You know, like sometimes a wrestler is like, okay, you could kick out of my finisher. And then like, that's supposed to, that's supposed to like give them, you know, some, some extra, you know, give them an extra pop, give them some extra, like this guy kicked out of a pretty well protected finisher. So, you know, like we got, and sometimes that doesn't work, but with Yoshihashi is the kind of guy it does work on. And it's because Yoshihashi is a good wrestler, man. And we we've ra- we've ragged on Yoshihashi a lot on this show, but he he's a good fucking wrestler, man. Like he he is he's a he's a good wrestler. I can't I can't say anything other than that. You know, you know, uh, El Fantasmo says he you know he looks like he just smelled a fart, which is which is true. But that doesn't make him less of a good wrestler. And like that's why I watched this match. I was like, I can't decide this is number two or number three. I might decide that it's number. I might. I. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's he's, he's not wrong. Like that's uh, the, the smoke of fart thing. That's actually, yeah, that like that, that that checks out. Yeah, it's it's just he's just a little goofy looking. I I, I think that's the that's the thing. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. But then like he will just he will fucking lay into you. Uh, juice jumps. Before uh, uh, Ju- Juice jumps Yoshiashi before he can even get his jacket off. Um, as he's doing that, Juice tells the official, "Fuck off! I could kill you." I love Juice. <laughs> he's like he's having so much fucking fun. <laughs> he's he's been being extra mean to the officials, and it's it's been delightful. I love it. Juice takes off Yoshiashi's jacket and wipes his ass with it. <laughs> The floor pads are coming up, and both of these guys barely beat. Uh, barely, there we go. Both of these guys barely beat the twenty count without taking the floor bump. So, you know, good, good for them. Good for not taking the floor bump. Someone else is going to take a floor bump a little bit later. Well, they have to make one stop before they do, and it's fucking gnarly. <laughs> God damn it! That was just like, ah, yeah. Uh, Yoshihashi lights up Juice in the corner and blasts him about 15 times and we're 10 minutes into the match Juice rolls up Yoshihashi with a fist full of tights right in front of the, right in front of the official uh, Marty doesn't count it because you know he was literally right in front of the official it's true <laughs> and then Juice shoves Marty into the ropes and Marty just shoves him right back and then Yoshihashi uses the confusion to roll him up, but he only gets a two count. And I've I've seen this happen one time in New Japan. I don't remember which official did it, and it was just on a ran- it was on a random show. It wasn't even like on like a big event. It was a random like in between road two type event. Somebody did something to an official that like shoving them or whatever. And the official like got down and counted to three, like, like as fast as humanly possible. Like they, they still kicked out before it happened, but it was like, one, two, three. Like, that's how, like, that's how fast they were counting it. And like the official got in his face, like basically like show me again, motherfucker. I'm the one who controls this match. And I was just like, I, I kind of wish that that would have happened just then. Cause <laughs> That would have been pretty awesome. Yeah. But I always thought that that was the coolest thing that an official could just be like, I I mean, I don't have to follow the rules. It's just my job to follow them. But, you know. More suggestions. Yeah. Oh, so 
he uh, juiced his left-handed god into Pulp Fiction. And at, at this point, I'm like, oh, Yoshiashi's fucking done. And then, nope, he reverses it into a fucking Snapdragon. And it looked really good. And then... It was, yeah, he, it was, yeah. Yeah, good. It, it's... I'm, I'm telling you, man, he's a good fucking wrestler. Uh, Lariat from Yoshihashi cripples Juice. Uh, he gets Karma and hits the 1, 2, 3 in 12 minutes and 16 seconds. And if you're wondering uh, why that move looks kind of cool, it's because it's just made in Japan. Yeah, it's I, literally, it's the same fucking move. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same move. Um, I, I realized that uh, like a month or so ago. And when he faced Shingo in this G1, it's sort of like everyone realized it all at the same time, which I thought was funny because they're like, oh, they're going to have a bat, like you know, the battle between Karma and Last of the Dragons or whatever. And I was just like, I'm so glad that I caught that because if I hadn't and then I saw that, I would have been like, no, they're the same move. Like my illusion, the grand illusion's been shattered. Juice throws a young lion into the barricade and starts ripping the barricades up as he exits. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I love it. Like, and like, it's so funny. because, like, I mean, he definitely, he talks so much shit about Yoshihashi at that press conference. Yeah. <laughs> Never going to beat me. And then it's like, that's okay. Well played. Well played. Yeah, it, it is. It is almost, uh, it is almost funny when that stuff happens. Cause Yoshihashi kind of won't uh, hesitate to point out when people do that. And it's, it's sort of funny because, and then it's like extra bad. It's like, oh, you're getting dunked on by Yoshihashi. <laughs> like you suck. And this is the, this is the lowest moment in your life right now. You're getting dunked on by Yoshihashi. Uh, so I couldn't decide between that one and this one, which one was two and which one was three. Uh, Jay White versus Chase Owens. And th- this match was very entertaining because, for one, I always like Bullet Club Derby matches because you know you know what they're gonna be. You know it's gonna I be fucking like the beginning. of This match was awesome. Yeah, it's just fucking funny. I like Jay White is is very funny. He can be very very funny. Yeah, uh, the the whole the whole premise is the whole premise is funny because for, first of all. This happens in every G1 climax. Like the, the whoever's the head of Bullet Club, and for me, it's always been Jay White. Will always be in a match with a Bullet Club person, and it's always lay down and take the pin for me because I'm the boss. So this is like the fourth year in a row now that that it's been Jay White being like, "You're gonna lay down for me and take the pin," and so Jay White, yo, know, offers. Offers Chase Owens a fat stack of cash. He's like, he's like, he's like, don't, don't count it here. I don't want anyone to see how much. It is. There's a lot of money. And it's just a, it's a big fucking fat stack of, you know, essentially $10 bills, but it's still like, it's still a very big stack of money. And yeah. so, so then he's, he's like, listen, like go, like go give it to the timekeeper. Like we'll give it to the timekeeper. The timekeeper will hold on to the money. He's like, here, the timekeeper tucks away his pocket. And Chase is like, mm, I want to go double check just to be extra sure. And so he pulls all the money out. He pulls out 10,000 yen, which is about 10 bucks. 20,000 yen, about 20 bucks. And then the rest of it is just Monopoly money. Like, it's all just blank sheets of paper. 
Yeah, it looked like they like they were. I, I, what I want to imagine is there's someone in the back, or better yet, it was Jay White himself has one of those paper cutters like from school. He's like, I need you to go get me some contact paper or some construction <laughs> paper. I got a fucking bit I want to do. Like that's what I want to have happen. Give me that backstage look of Jay White. Like you gotta fucking do this. Like you gotta let it up. So so then like they they get back. They get back in the ring, and the funny thing is just, like, all of these guys have done this this bit so much that all, like, already, like, both of them are, like, three steps ahead in their minds of, like, it's listen, I know what you're going to do, and I know how I'm going to react, and then I know how you're going to react to that, and then I'm going to know how you're going to react to how I'm going to react to how you're going to react. And it's, and, and at this point, Chase is just like, where's my money, man? Where's my money, man? <laughs> my money. Where's my money. It's like, oh, God. And, like, I saw it coming. It's like, but it was just so good. I like, I like how Jay looks at his coat, like his ring jacket. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure that's where it was. There's so many pockets in that thing. <laughs> and, and then so, like, they're both just on super high alert. And, it, and it's so funny. And then, you know, it rolls to the outside, and yeah, at this point, Chase is just like, get like, where's my money? Um, and then like, Jay is just like constantly having this conflict of conscience in this match about whether or not, like, he keeps like going, like, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. Like, right, I'm not gonna beat the fuck out of you. Just like, like, seriously, like, come on, like, I don't want to have to do this. Like, like, just, like, just let me. He like, he's got fucking Gato on the apron, be like. Please, like Chase, no, please, like don't pin him, like please, don't pin him. It's not going to be good for anything. It's, it was the funniest fucking thing. Um, so good. Uh, and then, Cha- like Chase can't get the package pile driver, uh, so he goes for a Styles Clash. <laughs> like that package pile driver. There was a couple times I'm like, whoa, buddy, let's yeah. let's pump some brakes. Yeah, although, although I'll give you a direct uh, quote from uh, the the last show with Jake Sterling about uh, about Chase Owens' package pile driver. He says, "Safest package pile driver in the business. Safest package pile driver I've ever seen." I mean, if anyone's gonna know, yeah, um, the guy fucks, man. Jake Sterling fucks. <laughs> <laughs> you and Jake and Drew will get that. <laughs> and of, co- of course, the ladies. I mean, no comment. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they actually kind of started, you know, having, you know, having a wrestling match. Chase, Chase was just bashing him with with knees, and that last knee that he hit on him in particular, really massive, really loud. It really popped. Um, then he goes for the package pile driver, and then Jay just like quickly reverses it into a blade runner and it gets the win in 13 minutes and 12 seconds. Uh, like that, it was basically, it was like a, a V trigger he hit. And yeah, they, they call it the C trigger. It was fucking harsh. Like, I I, had, I went back and it's like, God damn, dude. Like, yeah. Don't have to fucking, uh, you know, do him like that, do you? Yeah, okay. it's uh, a Ch- Chase knows how to wrestle. I, he's the Texas heavyweight champion. Uh, you know, that maybe doesn't, you know, hold as much sway as it did 50 years ago, but he is the Texas heavyweight champion. I mean, I, or I think they, maybe they retired it. I, I don't remember exactly what it is. I don't see him wearing the belt around anymore. Or so I, I could be wrong about that, but 
guy guy could go and uh this match thoroughly entertained me so again i don't know if it's if it's two or three it was more antics than than wrestling whereas you know yoshiashi and juice had a lot more wrestling so but it was it was definitely it started off as antics but it definitely picked up and yeah i you know honestly i'm going to i'm going to call it i'm going to call it number 2 because i was very very entertained i think yeah, that's fair. i i lo- again i think that I, I'm something about Jay White, like, like I, he definitely is coming to that, that character, but like, even like the little stuff, like the press conference he had with Tony Khan about the belt holder, and like he's just a funny, like he has got he's got good timing, he's got good comedic timing, and I, this match was it, it definitely it played the funny, but then it, like, it was hard hitting, and then it was very interesting, like at the end, like like trying to be all buddy buddy, like hey, you know the match is over, everything's cool, and like. I feel like Jay White when he gets kicked out of the Bullet Club because that's what happens. When oh yeah, the Bullet Club, inevitably, he's gonna be fucking vicious. They're going <laughs> to beat the shit out of that man. Uh gosh, and I you gotta you gotta wonder who's who's gonna be the leader of Bullet Club at that point because there's well for, first of all there's plenty of there's plenty of people to take up the the mantle. There's a lot of people in Bullet Club. I mean, it would. It's Chris Bay. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would kind of hope that it would be Kenta. That'd be good. It'd be, it'd be, but I mean, I feel like the leader has always been a gaijin, if you will. Yeah. I, I, and actually, honestly, I think a really good fit for that position would be El Phantasmo. That would be good. That would be good at that. I, or, I, I mean, I, it, make I, it Juice I, Robinson. Make it rock hard. <laughs> Rock hard. Rock hard. Yep, that's 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 what that's my pick. I want I want rock hard just so I can hear rock hard more. Like, <laughs> right? Oh gosh. All right. Um we move on to uh Okada versus Folly. This is the number five match of the night. Um yep. I, yeah. Not not a not a lot of notes here for me other than uh uh, I felt like Folly was wrestling this very cautious match, and it sort of made me, it sort of really put me into the match as far as like, you know, instead of wrestling his usual Folly match, which, which he, you know, which he is want to do because he is Folly. There, he was exercising a lot of caution because you know it made me really feel like okay, I'm fighting Okada, so I got to be careful here because this is a very dangerous man, so. And I do appreciate that. Like, it's definitely like, even though he's obviously the bigger man, which Okada is not a small man. I do appreciate that. That psychology of like, I, you know, he's Okada. I'm, I'm about like Fale. I need to not fuck this up. So like that, what that was, you know, at least made sense. It made some logical sense. Yeah. There's, there was a lot of interesting ring psychology this evening. It was, it was, it was cool. Okada body slams Fale, which is, Nothing impressive, impressive other than that it is impressive because he's so freaking huge. Uh, okay. Oh, this was super crazy impressive though. Okada hitting his swing behind neck breaker, like he's he's so big, he's so big, and he hit that neck breaker on him, and like he bounced off of Okada's knee, which is like it was Ouch. yeah. But like man, that was a imp- impressive feat of strength from Okada. 
hits the grenade on Okada and clip uh, kicks out, and then uh, money clip and Fale taps in eleven minutes and fifty two seconds. What? Well, maybe you can answer this question. Why has he gone with the uh, kimono as opposed to the old jacket? So um, it's uh, this is the fiftieth anniversary of New Japan this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been rocking some Enoki looks. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because yeah. like when I saw him at Forbidden Door, I was like, "Huh, he's that's new," but that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, his uh, his first Enoki robe had the entire history of New Japan Pro Wrestling printed on it in text. It, it was it's a really cool looking robe, and like as as is custom with all of his you know recent. Uh, robes like they all glow under certain lighting circumstances i'm not exactly sure how they do it i know it i'm pretty sure it's black light makes it shine but then like i don't understand why from some camera angles it's complete like looks like it completely just glows in the dark and then from other angles like it's just dead stiff regular looking jacket i don't know how they do that it's 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 fucking weird i do not know when um antonio Inoki passed it, it- He's 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 dead, right? No, Anoki's uh, alive. He's not he's not involved with New Japan anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so then I I I wonder what someone like Anoki thinks about Okada, because the the little I know about Anoki, and, and obviously it's not a whole lot. I feel like like he is definitely someone that Anoki could fucks with, because I feel like he's in that in the in that vein of Anoki. Well, I I think you don't you know Don Anoki style clothing at the level that Okada is without being like Enoki will get a kick out of this. Um, yeah. Or like, I, you know, like pick up the phone. Cause I'm sure, you know, he's, he's got the stroke around there. They're like, I'm going to call Antonio Enoki and no one's going to be like, nah, you probably shouldn't do that. Like, fuck you. Uh, but the, you know, the, 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 the stuff that I do about that I do know about Enoki is that he was definitely really big into let's get UFC fighters and like ultimate fighters and like people who like actually fight and like really blend the, the lines between, you know, uh, pro wrestling and, you know, uh, you know, f- f- combat sports or whatever. So, you know, so you're it, saying he's a huge fan of, uh, filthy Tom Lawler. Got it. Pr- yeah. I mean, I, I don't see why, why he wouldn't be. I mean, like, yeah, you know how, uh, you know how Vince is rock hard for uh, for Brock Lesnar. You know, Inoki was also rock hard for Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar was the IWGP champion for a second, and then like that was a whole bad experience. And apparently, Brock took the belt and he's like, "I'm not giving you your fucking belt back. You could print a new one. Fuck you." Um, that sounds like Brock. That, yeah, that, that, that checks out. But yeah, and you know, like also like Bob Sapp. Was a dude who was who was a who was IWGP champ at one at one point. So, you know, but like the the late nineties, early two thousands were rough. Yeah, for New Japan. But yeah, and and uh, Enoki has been lambasted according accordingly. But you know, he's a he at least unlike McMahon, you know, had the good sense to be like, I'm going to step away from this now, and you know, let you know, let some younger people handle it and just sit back and enjoy what they do. And then he just pops up every once in a while. Just to, he does exactly what fucking Vince McMahon should have done about 20 years ago. Just every once in a while, just pops up in a video package. Like, 
hey guys, me, uh, you know, just want to say I'm really proud of New Japan and uh, goodbye. Sorry, I could I couldn't be there in person. Sorry, <laughs> goodbye. Like even for the like the gigantic events, he's still like he phones it in. <laughs> I've been sending a just a lot of NDAs. Uh, I've just I've just been real busy. All the NDAs. Yeah. <laughs> so we're moving on to the uh, to the main event, and this one ended up being number one. And yeah, I did say uh, uh, number two is as high as Evil's ever going to get on. Uh, Night nightly rankings, but yeah. uh, with that bump that he took in this match, like fucking hell, like and like the lead up to the bump, the lead up to the bump was terrifying. Uh, yeah for for a lot of for a lot of reasons. Let's let's get to that bump in real time. The main event is Evil versus Naito. Uh, e- Kevin Kelly says evil's preparing to be the Nelson months of the G one climax. And <laughs> I thought that was really funny and stupid. Tom Lawler didn't get a very, very obvious Simpsons reference. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised. Evil gets things started quickly before Naito even gets his clothes off. Uh, and then he gets slammed into the barricade for his trouble. Uh, and then, you know, he's on the outside and, Runs for his life to run for the plancha, but gets hit with the tronquilo. And it's it's always good when it happens. Uh, Lawler says, there we go. Dick giving the clap. <laughs> it didn't it didn't get the laugh he was hoping for from from Kevin, but it, it did for me. So uh, Abe getting blasted is never not funny. It's the timekeeper. His table getting destroyed is always hilarious to me. Evil baseball chair seems a lot worse when the chair stays on the other person. Normally, he hits the the chair off and it goes flying, but this time it just rang around Naito's neck, and I was like, that looks way more painful. Like, you should try to aim to to keep the chair on. Naito hits the baseball chair spot on Evil, but the best part is uh, Red Shoe's plugging his ears when Togo was trying to tell him that Naito was cheating. <laughs> like he's just like, I don't want to hear anything you have to say, motherfucker. My hands are over my ears. I don't care what's going on behind me. I don't la, care what la, you have la, to la, say. La, la. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God. It, it was, it was very funny. Um, evil lariats Naito off the top of the turnbuckle to the ground then uh, as that's happening, Togo sets up a table and Lawler says, should I say it, Kevin? I'm just going to say it. Dick's got wood. Yep. Yeah. Real, real low hanging fruit there. No, like I, I'll say it. I, I like Dick Togo. I like, like, I don't, I guess I don't dis I don't like love him to death, but like I I, I love you some Dick Togo. He's it's I I've I've said this I've said this before. I don't care I don't care that House of Torture cheats. I don't even I don't even care that evil's whole matches are predicated on cheating. Like just don't keep doing the same thing over and over again. And like it's when he finds new and exciting ways to cheat. It it's always I I have fun watching evil matches. I, you know, it's never because I'm like, man, evil's such a good wrestler, but like 
they they really fucking push the bar on like you know cheating it's 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 very neat okay um naito launches evil over the railing uh and it looks super painful <laughs> yeah fucking ow um and and then uh so so now here now here we get to the fabled spot so we have the we have the we have the table set up on the outside and first Togo and Evil try to set up a magic killer. It it doesn't work. Um, Not even kind of. Yeah. Like, and like there was no way that was going to happen. But like, yeah. Right. And it all and 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 also, you know, I don't know how much this went towards like. That's not going to happen. Something else is going to happen. It's not going to be nearly as cool as that. <laughs> but the, but they're definitely not going to do a very dangerous spot to a table. But it'll it'll still be very fine. Fucking da- like oh my god. So. So then, like, Naito wriggles out, he dips back into the ring, he kicks Togo off of the apron, and then he kicks the ring rope into Evil's balls, and Evil just, like, a very audible, like, <laughs> Like, he just made a really funny sound when it happened. <laughs> I, 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 what I like, what, what I, I appreciate about that is, like, that's probably the sound I would make. <laughs> the balls. <laughs> And so, so then they're, they're out, they're out on, on the ring and they start setting up for a fucking pile driver and, and like Naito almost loses him for a second. And then he, it, it took so long to set up because he was like, no, no, I don't want to do this. And he's like, yeah, like we're, we're going to do this. And then he gets him set up and uh, like, you could tell that Naito was being so very, very careful because of how dangerous this of a fucking spot this was, and he got it just so. And at this point, it was taking him so long. I was like, "There's no fucking way he's gonna hit this pile driver." And then he hits a fucking pile driver on Evil through the table onto the ground off of the apron. And I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" When that happened, and like, and then I like had to look. I was like, "Oh, kids, kids are around. Can't can't scream like that." But I was like, I had to go back and watch it after after the match because, oh boy, it was like I watching that the 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 almost botch. Like, if Naito hadn't have caught caught him the way he did, like we'd be having a very different conversation. <laughs> we'd be like, well, Evil's fucking dead or he's paralyzed, and it just like it was so late in the match that I am not okay with them trying that and like when he, he hit it i had to watch a couple times like, like it's not that the table completely disintegrated it just ceased to be <laughs> like, the table ceased to be and then it went from like the ring to the, the ground and there was Ugh. nothing in between i was like jesus christ like, i know you guys do the next thing here but calm the fuck down yeah but 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 you know on 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 second inspection you know like his his shoulder—it was—it was very clearly like his his shoulders got all the impact. Like it was—it's as safe as you can hit that thing. Like, and that was definitely thanks to Naito, like really taking the time to set it up and making sure it was fucking perfect before he hit it. And some, and you know, sometimes I feel like moves you want them to be snappy, and with that, it was the the tension was so much that I was like, there's, there's no way, there's no way they're going to do it. And they, they hit it. Um, 
incredible, incredible spot. Incredible fucking spot. I was not expecting that to happen in this match. Um, and I'm pretty sure we have an award for spot of the tournament. Uh, if we don't, it's going to that for sure. Yeah, like, like, I, I don't I don't know what spot, nor do I want to know what spot is going to, like, you know, supplant that, usurp that, but also just like terrifying, just terrifying. I'm sure like when they got back to, to the curtain, they're like, okay, so let's not do that again, guys. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, that was, that was sus. Um, by the way, the crowd starts going nuts at this point, and then they just never stop. Like, they're clapping for the whole rest of the match. <laughs> like, it, it, was, uh, it was very, very good. Uh, Naito's back being shredded up uh, by the table makes him getting slammed into the exposed turnbuckle just so much better. Because... <laughs> This match still keeps going for a little bit, and like that, and that happened, and I was like, I was like, oh, his back's all messed up, back right to the exposed turnbuckle, and I was like, oh god, that looks so bad. And uh, Naito does a tornado DDT off of Togo, which <laughs> was great. Offensive maneuver, that. get Togo off of the apron, get him out of there, and uh, Dusty, no, uh, I absolutely fucking hate the way that Kevin Kelly calls that. It is grating. Grating to me. Oh my God. It's my, it's one of my favorite t-shirts that I own. James got me. It's just just Kevin Kelly saying Destino. (laughs) Like it's, it's just, it's too much. It's just, it's just too much. And, Uh, And like, to me, it takes it takes me out of the moment. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, oh, that's a spot that, like, you call. It, it just it it goes from like, and I, like I know that you know, there's Tony Schiavone says it's Sting, like all these things, but like it's just like that is just so over the top. It just takes me out of the moment. It so, is uh, it is annoying when Tony Schiavone does that. It's yeah. Sting. Like yeah, no it's shit. Sting. It's the only guy who looks like that, Tony. What's the deal with Sting? Now, hey, if you get your Seinfeld come in and do commentary, I'd be there. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, Naito wins the match in 24 minutes and 54 seconds. Uh, it's, yeah, that was that was number one. Uh, good good job, Evil. You got you got into the number one spot, and not just by virtue of being in the main event. Uh, you get You get props for me from taking that bump that was that was incredible um we got some some post-match kenta uh so when we last left off he said from from now on no more talking about my book from now on it's pure g1 kenta says you know just because it's g1 why shouldn't i be able to promote my new book (laughs) all right let, let's not talk about my book, though. Seriously. Let's talk about my next match, um, which is going to be with Hiroki Goto. And he's sitting down. He's like, is the book in the frame? Is the book in the frame? Good. Okay. Goto is doing this for his kids. I guess it's my job to show his kids that good things don't always happen. <laughs> it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. I want children reading about a grown man with a love affair with Bo Staffs. <laughs> Just like, you gotta love it. The Mike God, Kenta. 
that uh that concludes the events of uh night nine uh any uh final thoughts there ben saw you know i think i would say that night nine to me was the more consistent of the two nights uh not that like you know save you know yoshihashi being involved anything um again like none of the matches were bad there were no, no bad match. even like bad like folly and okada like they had some moments you're like oh that's pretty cool uh, you know, like, oh, uh, so i i didn't i didn't jot this down in that match that i meant to because it looked really cool folly hit a big old spear on him and it just looked impressive because it like you know how in the same way that uh jonah's uh torpedo thing looks super impressive like it looked impressive because like Fala was a hundred percent horizontal like he hit a really good spear on Okada, and I was like, "Color me impressed." I mean, it's not like when when big dudes do big dude things well. I'm like, yeah, that that fucking make like that like. There's a reason why he's been on the the roster this long. Yeah, like I mean, unless he's got some dirt on fucking you know Gato, which like dirt. <laughs> but but overall, I mean, it was it was it was good. I I what I liked that, I, Chase Owens is someone who I am. At, not familiar with a ton, and I think he had a really good showing. I think that Juice, I, under, I I get where they're going with it, but like I still like I want him to win all the things. Um, but and like I would say that there's no way that the main event beat the previous night's main event. Mm-hmm. But also like one when one half of the card is e- or you know, a match is evil, and the other two were Tanahashi and Zack Saber Jr. You're gonna not be able to really you know do that. But uh, overall, it was a very jo- two and little shows. Yeah, hell, hell of a nice little weekend of wrestling, you know, barring barring other shows. I have no idea what's going on in any other promotions right now, other than like the brief snatches that I that I grab on Twitter because I just I don't have time to watch stuff watching watching G one. Um, but yeah, it was a good weekend of uh, wrestling. Uh, I think we can. Uh, We'll do the uh, ceremonial reading of points, and then uh, we'll do some butt business, and then we'll... Uh, butt business! Then we'll talk about what's uh, coming down the pipeline for you, and we'll get the fuck out of here! Hey, get the fuck out of here, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, in the body improvement block, brought to you by Dragon George, with six points, it's the K-Man, Kazuchika Okada. With four points, we got Bad Luck, Folly, and Jeff Cobb. Two points to Jonah, Toriano, and Lance Archer. And Tom Lawler is the only person who hasn't gone on the scoreboard yet. No pon- no points for Filthy Tom. He's only had two matches, though, so he's he's still in play. In the boy band block, with six points, Jay boy White. boy band block. <laughs> that kills me. Uh... We got Jay White with six points. We got Sonata with four points. You'll slowly see how all these people are boy band people. Saw named all the blocks, by the way. Uh, with four points, it's Sonata. Two points to Chase Owens, Ishii, Tamatanga, and Taichi. And uh, Big O, not on the scoreboard yet. No, oh, Big O. Big O. In the cock block. Four points for Zack Sabre Jr., Hiroki Goto, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tetsuya Naito and Evil and Aaron Hanare have two points. Kenta, the only one in the cock block not to log any points. And 
I think I, I'm not sure. Kenta's only had two matches. Kenta's got to win against Hiroki Goto, or he's or he's going to be out of the mix. And why we did end up calling this the cock block because it's the C block, but also, and this is a uh, this is a uh, Naito goes well, or I'm sorry, Bozar goes Naito's kind of a kind of a cock, and Evil's a cock, and I hate Hiroki Goto, so that makes him a cock to me. And Zack Saber Jr.'s a cock, and Aaron Hanari's been being a real big cock lately, and Kenta's a big fucking cock too, and Hiroshi Tanahashi's the cock of the walk, so. There you have it. I like it. I, I, it's very cocky. <laughs> also, here's a conundrum for you. Why is it socially unacceptable to say the word cock, but when someone's acting like a cock, it's perfectly fine to say someone's being cocky? These are the questions. These, I mean, are, these yeah, are the questions. That is a fair, fair fucking point. And in the D block, Fifty Shades of Cool. Sh- Will Ospreay, David Finley both have four points. Good good for you, David Finley. Everyone else, Yujiro Takahashi, El Phantasma, Yoshihashi, Juice Robinson, Shingo Takagi. Two points each. So, very even heat in the D block there. And, uh, yeah, that's that's it for these nights. Do some butt business and we'll, uh, we'll review. Check out all the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U Podcast Network. Follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jabroni U and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club on Why Did We Ever Meet? It's not suitable for human consumption. Ceramic nope. Cat is also on Why Did We Ever Meet? Tune into Biff Radio with Ben Center. That's a shitty show. Be a fly on the wall at Locust Barbershop after hours. Listen to all new hip-hop on Flow and Tell and Draft Pop Culture on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. Again, your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. Remember to give all the podcasts a five-star rating and to like, share, retweet, and subscribe, or else you can get pile-driven through a table, baby, and we ain't going to take the time to make sure it's careful. But in order to avoid that fate... Oh, sorry. I, I walked all over you be dangerous as fuck we're, we're gonna do it gcw style baby but in order to avoid that fate email us at jabroniuwrestling at gmail.com if you have anything to say don't 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 text me and say hey i had this thought tell it to the email the email is the one that wants to hear it. it's jabroniuwrestling at gmail.com ben where can we find you tell it to the email because i don't give a fuck um, you can find me, uh, Biff Radio uh, is uh, Biff Radio on Twitter, Biff Radio 1 on Instagram, Biff underscore radio on TikTok. You can follow me personally on TikTok at Center Club. And uh, yeah, uh, this I, this month, we are now in August. Uh, I just put out episode 96. I'm going to hit 100 episodes of Biff Radio by the end of this month. And that is really fucking exciting. So I have potential big things in the works for that episode, but like I said in my last episode, if I have nothing, if nothing new comes out and it's just the hundredth episode, that's big in itself. So uh, yeah, get on board for that hundredth episode, and then you know, and I have my mental breakdown, and it goes a hundred episodes, and then I switch back to like a gardening podcast. <laughs> Who knows? You know, I'm a uh, I'm really proud of you for get for getting right up to a hundo. Um, because of the nature of how Boatsell and I do these shows, um, 
we're getting really close to 100. Uh, this is our four-year anniversary. We're getting real close to 100. <laughs> taking, taking us a little bit of time. We're, we're going to be the last We're gonna be the last show on, on the network to cross the uh, the 100 episode finish line. But G1 always gives us a, a, a good bump. We're, we're getting close. We're, uh, we're approaching the 90s, so it's... Well, I don't know. We'll have to do we'll have to do something fun for the hundredth episode. It's just oh, for sure. Probably be a five year retrospective. Just 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 something fun. It, it'll be me and Bones all getting drunk, which is my favorite kind it'll of show. It'll be you guys getting all. drunk and watching NXT 2.0. <laughs> How about NXT 2.0? Our- <laughs> okay. Uh, so coming up. Uh, these matches are on today. They're on today, so go watch them today. Don't get fooled, Ben. We're recording the night before, but they're li- they're listening to this now today. Those the- are listening to now today, but today's actually tomorrow. Okay, I'm already yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the future was once fourth in the past, but then also time zones, and so what was once old is new again. These episodes are up now, so go watch. So go watch. So go watch them. Uh, we have B block action. Um, Tomohiro Ishii versus Great Okan. That's gonna be a that's gonna be an opener. It's it's gonna be fun because Ishii is in the match, and maybe you'll turn the corner on Okan. Ben, who knows? Maybe we got Yano versus Tom Lawler, which promises to be wacky and kooky. I'm sure he's gonna get Yano'd to to this day. The press conference, the, the remarks from John Moxley after his loss to Yano <laughs> is one of the funniest things. It is straight out of like the most slapsticky comedy of like, we must become Yano. You must befriend him. And then like in 30 years, jump out of a birthday cake. <laughs> and I just, John Moxley and Shooter, the best. Mm-hmm. Give me that all the time. He's a panty dropper. <laughs> God, <laughs> I love I'm, it so much. I'm. I, li, hey, listen though, he ain't fucking lying. Shota Umino put on a bunny. He looks like fucking Tanahashi. Like, yeah, he, like like th- that progression is wild. Yeah, when he uh, when he comes when he comes back, uh, you know, and I don't I I really don't want to say nepotism is involved in this, but when he comes back, I really hope that they fast track him. Like I. I hope that he comes back for like next year's G1 climax and, and like, hit, I would love for like hits the ground running, have John Moxley come back and him. And like, I would love to see a match between him and shooter. That would be fucking. Yeah. I'm up. It, it, yeah. Mm. The future, the future of pro wrestling is uh, so bright right now, especially with all the justice that's getting, getting doled out uh you know to you know finally for once some justice is getting doled out whereas you know it seems like it's constantly you know injustice that's being told doled out um jonathan gresham oh god um we got tama tonga versus sonata which is uh looks like that's gonna be the number five match of the night we got hiroki goto versus kenta and uh, David Finlay versus Will Osprey for the main event, and uh, that should promise to be a fucking banger. 
that was that should be good actually and it'll be interesting to see how uh how many times uh the u.s title the physical belt is brought into play yippers so uh Next time you'll hear from us is going to be on Thursday. So tomorrow for you, actually, we're we're getting uh, we're getting there. Um, and yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be joined by Kid Wrestler, baby. Could be like old times again, getting getting the uh, the original crew back together to talk about some wrestling. You know, you should. I don't know if the how this would work. Get cash on. You and Cash. I mean, I'm. I want to hear that insanity and Vault. I'm. I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could get. I'm. I'm sure all I have to do is ask Cash if he wants to be on the show, and then, you know, I have to. As I'm to understand from the bits of ceramic cat that I've listened to, Wes sets everything up so he could record. But I mean, really, I would just have. I'm. He knows how to fucking start a Skype or 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 a, or a Zoom. So. It, it, it wouldn't. He doesn't have to do anything. I forgot I'm the one who does all the work. So I'm sure all I'd have to do is ask, and you know. Oh please, let, but make let that happen. Yeah, like uh, that would be so good. Yeah, just uh, why why not? I I I enjoyed, I enjoyed when uh he and Wes snuck into my studio and did did my show for me. It was it was great. I that was a that was a good dynamic. And. uh <laughs> It also helps to have someone on who has different opinions. So, you know, true. It, it is a big echo chamber over here with bones. So I, I don't make any bones about that. I, I, I'm completely transparent about how, how biased we are about a lot of things. So, eh, you know, whatever. It's always fun to have a new person on. Make me go like, maybe I'm not thinking about this the right way. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to change. All right. Uh, we're, we're out of here. Uh, any, anything else, Ben? Um, Ric Flair should never get into a ring again. Fucking terrifying. I can live with that. Uh, that's it. We'll, we'll see you on Thursday. Uh, Ben Center has been with me today. Thanks for being on, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye. I'm Bye. Your- Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Daniel Salorzno. Take her easy. We miss you, Bonesaw. I'm gonna jizz! <laughs> yeah! Hello, Thomas. Welcome to heaven. Wow, St. Peter! Well, I've gone over my list and everything seems to be in order, so why don't we get these gates open? Alright! Got a special place I can listen to Biff Radio in there? Actually, we do have a special place for that. Hell! Biff Radio's blasphemous propaganda! Listen to it and forever forfeit the kingdom of heaven! Prosperity the morning song? This grow, you idiots! The Lord again! Home song? Oh, yeah! If you want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to Biff Radio at JabroniU.com. If you don't want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com.